In the Mountain West, we take the lead. We show heart and grit and have the vision to be leaders in everything we do. We don't wait for opportunities. We create our own. Today is our day, and we will take the lead. Hey, everyone. Happy to have you with us for another volleyball edition of the Mountain West podcast, Taking the Lead. On this episode of Taking the Lead, I sit down with Wyoming head coach Kaylee Priggy. This is her first year at the helm of Calgary Volleyball, and she's got the Pokes off to their best start to a season since 2014. She spent the past four seasons as the associate head coach and was the recruiting coordinator for the last three as well. Well, let's now welcome in Wyoming head coach, Kaylee Priggy. Coach, I appreciate you making the time today to join us on Taking the Lead. I'm so excited to be here with you, Bridget. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, it was all around uh, a pretty great weekend for Wyoming athletics. The cross-country team defeated Texas Tech. Your group took down Texas Tech in a come-from-behind win on Friday night. And then, oh, the football team just casually beat the Red Raiders in double overtime on Saturday. How much fun are you having being a part of Wyoming athletics right now and seeing the success of all the programs across the board? Yeah, it wasn't a great weekend to be a Red Raider, um, but it was a great <laughs> weekend to be a, a Wyoming Cowboy or Cowgirl. And um, yeah, all three teams, awesome performances. Um, we actually had a lightning delay for football. So um, our team made it back in time for the fourth quarter and, and both overtimes. And our girls got to enjoy that experience as well, which is always fun. Yeah, I saw some pictures on social media of the volleyball team on the field post game in that in that storm of the field so that's pretty cool that they were able to get back for that well your cowgirls are undefeated a 6-0 start to the season what has been the secret sauce for the cowgirls to kick in this year off in this sort of fashion i don't know if there's a secret sauce i think um they've been working really hard we had a great off season a great spring um a great group of newcomers coming in and um, we just had an awesome preseason, um, took, took an awesome trip up to Yellowstone, um, did a retreat there and played our exhibition match up there against Montana State um, in Cody, Wyoming at a local high school. And um, it's just an awesome group and, and their hard work is paying off. You were announced as head coach last November, your first gig leading a program. I'm sure there were moments where you dreamt of this and on your journey and envisioned having your own program and what that would look like. What were some of the top priorities you had this off season to start changing the direction of the program? Yeah, um, definitely a dream come true. And then um, top priority, I think, having been at Wyoming, you know, I, I already have really good relationships with our returners. Um, I was heavily involved in the recruiting process of all of our newcomers already. Um, so I felt fortunate to kind of be ahead in that way. Like a lot of first-time head coaches are um, having to get to know their players and understand the strengths and weaknesses of the team. And I felt like I already had a very good grasp of that. Um, I felt like the most important thing for us to change was to realign with who Wyoming is. I feel like somewhere along the way, we kind of lost our identity and being a little bit more blue collar, um, rough around the edges, if you will. <laughs> um, and I wanted to fight to get that back. Um, and uh, I think we've done that um, in some ways. I think it's a work in process and, um, our, our team, I got to give them a ton of props. They've really embraced, um, any and every change that I've kind of thrown their way. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I'm sure 
that was helpful having almost a leg up, knowing all the returners, knowing the players, because like you mentioned, coming in as a new head coach, most of the time, that's not the case. Well, this is the best start for the program since 2014. The three wins at home already match the total of wins in Laramie from last season. How have you seen the excitement and support for Calgary Volleyball already shift this season just a few weeks in? Yeah, I mean, that's another thing that I already knew, right? Like, I, I already love Laramie. This community is awesome. We have good volleyball fans and um, people who are really passionate about our program and want to be a part of it and, and want to help our team have success. And um, we, we needed to reconnect a little bit with, with those people and um, stir up some excitement. And um, I was nervous about our crowds our first weekend. We weren't going to have the band. They're still kind of in their band camp getting ready for football season and things like that. We normally that they make that place rocking and super loud, and um, I, I was working hard to make sure we still had a, a really good environment in the Unawail that is notorious um, for being a tough place to play. And um, man, our fans showed out in that first weekend. Um, we had great crowds and um, a really fun environment for our team to taste success in for the first time going into the year. Um, it was awesome, and our fans are amazing. What's been the most impressive part for you with how this group? of players has put last year completely in the rear view and how they've come out and accomplished what they have so far? Like what, like, why is that? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think um, they're hungry. They, they were hungry for more in kind of every area of the program. I think um, even in like recruiting processes, they wanted more input, more, more to do with it. And um, I think, uh, they just needed those opportunities and, and um, we've given those to them and, and they're uh, just running with them, which is great. Let's do a little deep dive into some of the players who have already been shining for the pokes this season. Kasha Pertica, number one, just named Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week, junior in her second season with the Cowgirls, second consecutive match with a double-double. She currently leads the nation in assists per set. Last season, she led the Mountain West in assists. I mean, the list goes on for her. How has she continued to raise the level but also expand her game this season? Yeah, she's awesome on and off the court. Uh, just love her to death. And um, she has improved so much starting with last spring um, and uh, now even into the fall. Um, uh, just done an awesome job taking concepts and running with them and growing her game. And she wants to be good and she has goals bigger than collegiate volleyball. She wants to play pro. And um, I think that helps um, just having a, a bigger vision even for yourself and, and she wants to win. I think she tasted what the Mountain West was like last year and um, knew we could do it and knew she could take us there. And um, she's doing an awesome job so far. Well, another player to mention, Tierney Barlow, reigning Mountain West freshman of the year. Heading into the Red Raider Classic, she had a 585 hitting percentage in the opening weekend, which is just nuts. Uh, she leads the team with a 481 hitting percentage now, has put down 75 kills. I accounts for 94 and a half of the team's points over the first few weekends. What has made you most proud of her continued success and how she's established herself really as one of the top players in the Mountain West? Yeah, I mean, last season, I think Tierney, she's always been really good off one foot, right? That's so natural for her. Um, and I think her continued improvement and embracing some of her I can't even say weaknesses because that's not even true, but like things that she's not as good at <laughs> um, is 
awesome. Uh, she's improved in front of the setter. Um, I think most freshman middle blockers that play are a little bit behind from an eye work standpoint on the defensive side of the game. Um, and she's improved a ton there from a discipline standpoint. She also has a killer serve um, and, and serves for us. So um, that's that's kind of a tribute to some of those points, excuse me, that you're um, talking about. But she just like, it's so much fun to be around her. She shows up to practice every day with a huge smile on her face. She loves volleyball. She loves her teammates and she's always having a good time. Um, grateful that she's a cowgirl. And just also like um, going into this year, we feel really strong about our entire middle position group. Um, feel like that's one of our team's strengths. And um, you, you mentioned Kasha earlier. Um, she makes fun of me how many times I'm telling her to pump our middles in transition, especially. Um, <laughs> She told me, yes, actually, on what day was that Saturday that she was going to write that on my tombstone. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, our middle group in general and just embracing that change and we're going to run them more, especially in transition and being available, being an option in those opportunities has been great. Well, you mentioned Tierney just being a great all-around person and and having just such a great attitude. I was watching back the Texas Tech game. This group just looks like they're having so much fun together. Like, can you give us some insight as to what it's like being a part of this team and coaching this team right now with the energy that they seem to have? Yeah, they're making my job easy. It's fun to be around them. They are having a blast. Um, it should be fun. This you only get this experience once, and um, not everybody gets to do it at this level. Like it should be a blast and they're just embracing that. And, and even in tough moments, I think they're kind of facing them head on and uh, going into the storm with a smile on their face. Well, some of the new faces on the team too, that I want to point out Sierra Grizzle, freshman from Boise, Idaho, the 2022 Idaho player of the year. And then Holly Eastridge, the pickup from South Carolina. How have you seen those two specifically immediately contribute so far? Yeah, uh, Sierra is like head down competitor, gritty. She wants to be so good. Um, she's impatient with herself and, and, and learning new things and um, as a freshman and um, she just wants it so bad and, and goes after it um, full speed ahead, which is awesome. Um, and she, she's going to be a stud. You see the athleticism. She's um, really running with some of the concepts and things we want her to do. Um, and then Holly uh, has just a great perspective coming from um, the SEC and um, being a little bit older and has some experience and, um, I think our team listens to her when she speaks and um, has good things to say in good moments. So um, she's been awesome as well. Well, let's talk about some of the upcoming matches and what's been going on around the league. The Red Raider Classic obviously was a great weekend for the Cowgirls. What are going to be some of the continued points of emphasis as you head into this upcoming weekend for your group? Yeah, we're talking a lot about each challenge as it comes. And, you know, preseason is tough. Sometimes we've, we've had two days so far where we have two matches in a day. Um, especially early in the season when you don't have a ton of information on opponents before you're going into those weekends. You, your attention is pulled in a lot of directions as a player. Um, you know, you have a match and then we're scouting a team we don't play till tomorrow. And then we're talking about a team we're going to play tonight. And then just a lot of different things going on there. And that's that's challenging. Um, it's hard for me. I can't imagine um, the, the playing part of it. And um, yeah, I think um, as we move forward, um, we have a lot of tough matches left. And just talking about um, one thing at a time, one point at a time, one match at a time, and and um, fighting to be disciplined. We talk about cowgirl toughness, and and um, I really think discipline plays into that a ton. Um, and again, they're killing that. 
Well, this weekend, you'll head up to the Northwest to play in the Portland tournament featuring University of Portland, Eastern Washington, CSUN. What challenges or opportunities do those teams present as you look to continue this great run you're on? Yeah, um, all three really good teams. Um, some of them have matched up well against the Mountain West, other teams in the Mountain West so far this year. Um, excited to kind of dive into them and, and see what opportunities and challenges they present um, as we get further into the week here. Um, but yeah, excited to play three matches over three days will be a little bit different than what we've done so far in our preseason and look a little bit closer to what conference play will look like as we move forward, which is good from a scheduling standpoint and just getting used to that routine um, before opening conference play in two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Well, you talk about conference play. There have been some really fun matches around the conference to get this season started. Colorado State just beat Michigan this past weekend. Club Estes is rocking up in Logan. Air Force won the Gonzaga Invitational. What has you most looking forward to conference play this year and the nightly battles between such great teams? Just what you said. Like, it's been so much fun to follow. You know, we're sitting in the airport on Saturday afternoon and um, all the team is streaming other Mountain West matches um, from around the league. Um, it's been so much fun to pay attention to and, and tune into um, obviously huge wins across the board um, against really, really good volleyball teams. Um, that's what I love about this conference is it's so competitive and you don't have a night off. Um, it's, it's just tough. Everybody, everybody's going to be really good. All right. Well, we are now to the final segment, the fifth set. We've got uh, some fun questions for you. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Best hole in the wall to visit when you're in Laramie. Could be a restaurant, store, whatever comes to mind. Mm. Hole in the wall, I got to say born in a barn. Um, I love our downtown. There's not one chain restaurant in all of downtown Laramie. Um, Really cool spot. All the food is delicious. It, we're talking favorite restaurant of mine is not even really a restaurant. It's a food truck and it's Chacho's Tacos. Delicious. Oh, okay. We love a good food truck. We love a good food truck. If you could have a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Mm. A lifetime supply of anything. Anything chocolate. I try and eat pretty healthy, but honestly, chocolate is my weakness. I Something chocolate for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you, do we, do you like all kinds of chocolate? Yeah. Is there like, okay. Discriminating. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If we hung out with you on the weekend, there's no volleyball games. What are you doing in your free time? Yeah. I'm going on a hike up in the snowy range mountains with my husband and my dog. All right. You're an outdoorsy gal. Definitely. For sure. Do you have any pregame superstitions, rituals, anything that gets you going before game day? Not really. I'm not, I'm not super superstitious. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I have any. Take us into like pregame for you. Or is there a certain type of music you're listening to? Are you in the locker room with the, with the players? Uh, I, I don't usually hang out in the locker room too long with the players. I know they're jamming out. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I can hear it from upstairs in my office, which is always funny to Sometimes I feel like, uh, Jonas Brothers is a popular first song on their playlist because I can always hear it as I'm coming back upstairs. Um, uh, honestly, um, Becky, one of our assistant coaches, has been making fun of me because I feel like I don't know what to do with my time. Like uh, as an assistant, you know, you're out there pretty early, warming up the setters, all that kind of thing. And now I, I feel like I don't know what to do with my hands sometimes. 
right. Well, I respect the choice of music from the players, the Jonas Brothers. Here for that. Here for that. All right. My last one for you. You come from a family of athletes, coaches. If you had to rank your family members, including yourself, can you rank the family from most athletic to least athletic? And you can please include Peter in this. (laughs) Okay. Uh, this is easy for me, honestly. <laughs> my mom is number one in the family. She is the most athletic, um, by far. Um, can you give us insight like as to why for each? Yeah. Um, my mom is, uh, she's not like twitchy, but she just is an animal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, she, she played volleyball in college um, at Cuesta Junior College and then in, in Northern California and then at Idaho State. And um, she uh, ended up running cross country at the end of her collegiate career um, because she was just running like five miles after volleyball practice. <laughs> and the cross country coach was like, we could use you. <laughs> I would um, say that deserves the number one spot on your yeah, list. She's an animal. Um, <laughs> and um, then I would say my brother, Derek, um, the only non-collegiate athlete in my family, by far the most athletic, um, for sure. Um, he's a little bit more twitchy, really good jumper. Um, yeah, he's, and, and always having fun doing it. And he's definitely still the most athletic. He's in very, very good shape. Um, then I would say, um, my sister Kendra, she played volleyball at Georgia Southern and, and then at Northern, uh, North Carolina, excuse me. And, um, uh, we were both setters and I think it's her goal in life to be better at everything than I am. And she's achieved that mostly so far in true and <laughs> true sister fashion. Yes, exactly. And, um, I would say that I had better hands than Kendra, but she is by far more athletic than me. Um, and then I would say my brother Davis, um, he played quarterback in high school and then was a receiver at Portland state and then at Boise state. And, um, he's now a, a GA at the University of Texas starting his coaching career. Um, and um, he played basketball in high school as well, just very athletic. Um, and then I would say my dad. Um, he, my dad is probably most similar to me, actually. Like, he's actually not that athletic, but he works his tail off and, um, like, not extremely fast, had a, had a decent arm, um, which kind of made up for his maybe non-athletic. He wasn't he was a pocket passer, you know, he, (laughs) um, and, um, then I would say Peter, Peter's sneaky athletic. He's very scrappy, um, very competitive in everything I would say. Um, and then I would rank me at the very bottom of the list. The very bottom. Wow. I'm, I work hard. Um, and I think I have a good IQ and I'm competitive, but I am not like, I'm pretty slow. Uh, I have a bad knee, like injuries, just, yeah, I'm last for sure. But you work the hardest. That's all that matters. I, and I don't know if I would say the hardest. I, I do pride myself on a strong work ethic, but I, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's not close. They're all better than me. <laughs> Such great insight. I was really interested to see where you were going to go with that question, but I had to ask it. Well, coach, thank you so much for joining me today on taking the lead. Congrats on a great weekend. And Good luck this upcoming weekend with the tournament and hopefully this continued success that the Cowgirls are having right now. Thanks so much for having me, Bridget. Go Pokes. That's Wyoming Volleyball Head Coach Kaylee Priggy. 
The 2023 Mountain West women's volleyball season is officially underway. To watch matches this fall, head on over to the MW.com or download the Mountain West app available on Apple and Android devices. Join us next week for more episodes of Taking the Lead available on Apple, Spotify, and now also on the SiriusXM app.